Dogs. I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. And welcome to On the Air with Power Squared. Uh, if you're tuning in because last week we said we'd be going over free comic book day issues, oops, uh, we had to look at a calendar and they moved it on us. Yeah. Normally it's the first uh, weekend of May, Saturday yeah. of May, but they moved it to August. Yeah. So we will do that little bit of... We'll do that then. Yeah. But so. today, we wanted to go over something else. Yeah, a couple of things that came up uh, during the week uh, and uh, affect our comic book. And we thought we'd pass it on. Uh, one of which was uh, we got our issue number 11. As you know, we've been talking about it. It's going to come out soon. And one of the um, platforms that we've been using is Comixology. We've, uh, they were the first ones to ever publish us. And we sort of grandfathered them in. And they so whenever they release it is sort of the release date of the books. Yeah. No matter what the platform is, we have to coordinate that with a lot of people. Um, but they rejected us, yes. um, and not because the the work is bad or anything, but because of uh, anti-aliasing, um, which was something that, um, I, as a writer, I'll say I wasn't really familiar with. We had never had that problem before. We basically had followed the same. You know, pattern of uh, taking uh, TIFFs and making them into PDFs and submitting them. Uh, in this case, we think that we perhaps submitted a reduced PDF, uh, which uh, may have been the problem. But we got an email that basically talked about the aliasing of lettering, um, the aliasing of artwork, and other. And they basically said something in there about it appears. Um, chunky oh that it appears alias chunky or not smooth this is probably due to an overlooked anti-alias checkbox during the pdf creation now that's great to say i have no idea where that is in my version of acrobat i looked and anti-aliasing is not um mentioned anywhere yeah um and the my version, the version we're using of Adobe is not supported anymore because they want you to be paying $54 a month to lease it, and which we kind of do already for Trevor. But the one, the version I'm using on my computer is a standalone version. Yeah. And it doesn't have that anywhere. And so uh, basically we decided that maybe it was um, just because it was reduced PDF. But if you have no idea what that is, and neither did I, uh, we uh, have a little illustration that we could show you uh, from our, f uh, our artist, Rachel yeah. Wells, helped us out and took uh, basically the same kind of uh, image from 10 and from 11. And you can see uh, there's like artifacting around the clouds and things like that. So it's, it's we think, the result of it being... Uh, reduced when we sent it so um, basically we're just sort of saying hey this could happen to you if you're submitting uh, and if you do have an anti-alias aliasing button uh, definitely use that yeah um, but so we have uh, put up a new uh, PDF onto the website Precomishology submit, and so we're going to submit this live on the air because we know everybody really wants to see us do that. So if you're listening to this, we're hitting a button <laughs> on the uh, Comixology submission page. 
So hopefully that's now a, gone, gone, and we'll hear in a couple of weeks that it's going to come out on Wednesday. They give you like three days notice or something like that. Yeah. So anyway, um, just kind of give you an update on what's going on with issue number 11, if you're wondering. Yeah. So it is coming. Yeah. For sure. Um, we want to give sort of a, a shout out to uh, Dirk Brody's Kickstarter. We had Sean Hall as a guest on the show a while back. And uh, he's he one of his uh, or his publisher is one of ours, Artith Merrick, out of the UK, and they're doing a Kickstarter for him. So we wanted to at least uh, plug that, and we have a reason for plugging that. Not only because Sean, it's a good work. I think you'll really enjoy the comic book. Uh, but Artith Merrick is trying something where they want to get into bookstores. Yeah. And they, they realized that Paul and I had a meeting with uh, this week with Andrew Copeland and Steve B at Artith Merrick to discuss kind of this project they're working on and how we could be involved. Uh, basically, what they're trying to do is have sort of these Artith Merrick editions, I think is the word they're yeah. using, and uh, take like <clears throat> two or three, I guess there's three issues of, of Dirk Brody and put it into something that uh, they call a BD over there. Yeah. And uh, then um, try to raise some money uh, creating this, what we would call a trade, trade hardback. Yeah, hardcover. Uh, hardcover, trade. And um, so raise some money with that, take that money they raised from that, and then uh, have it translated into other languages because there's a thriving uh, market for these kind of books in Europe. Yeah. And so if you're like, that might be a, you know, something. The example they gave was like 1010 has been published that way. Yeah. And it still sells like hundreds of thousands a, a year or something. And they actually sell them in bookstores, not specialty comic book stores. It's more accepted and everybody apparently reads. He was saying that, you know, like a big issue in England would be like 5,000 copies would be huge. There are 100,000 copies. Yeah. So it's a bigger market that they're trying to break into. Uh, so what they want to do is have take you know do a Kickstarter in the English version, uh, then have it translated into I want to say French, yeah, and Italian and uh, Spanish, and do it and then uh, kickstart on those those region specific right. platforms. Yeah, there's and it's not Kickstarter. It's another platform they'd be using in Europe. Yeah. Uh, in those countries and try to build interest. And then again, you'd have a translated copy of your book and uh, of these books in Italian, Spanish, and French. French. And then be able to sell them in stores there. So it's a really good, you know, it sounds like a really great idea. Yeah, it does. And so we, uh, hopefully, uh, if this all goes well, we'll be one of the next uh, two or three to uh, get this sort of treatment, I guess. Yeah, we know we're in the first six. <laughs> yeah, first six. We're trying to push it up as close as we can um, because we're anxious to have sales. <laughs> uh, so there may be a Kickstarter in our future. And basically, I think it's going to be taking the first five issues and making a artistic yeah. edition out of it. Um, and one of the things we're, we're talking about, and we haven't really, I guess, cleared it with them, is maybe going back and... We'll, we'll call it remastering, yeah. at least the dialogue and descriptions, try to maybe make it a little more... Uh, concise. Concise. We were While still getting the same point across. Yeah, we were very wordy in the first few issues until we kind of, kind of got, I guess, got our feet. Yeah, and, until we got wise. Yeah, and uh, listen to Alan Moore. 
So, um, so that might happen. We're not, I'm not going to say we're going to definitely do that, but we will definitely, hopefully, <laughs> definitely, hopefully, be a part of this uh, process in the next, you know, few months. Yeah. So we will, of course, then harass you to death about the Kickstarter when that comes out. <laughs> but until then, we do encourage you to check out uh, the Dirk Brody. Um, Here it is on the screen again, if you're watching. Yeah, so you'd be looking for the Lost Empire of the Moon episodes one through three. Yes. And um, it's he's a he's a good artist, and they're interesting stories. I think it's gonna it would sell very well. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that's about it. Yeah. So a couple updates, and uh, you have the rest of the evening <laughs> to enjoy. Uh, appreciate it if, uh, uh, if you're watching. So until next time, I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. And this has been On the Air with Power Squared.